because I'm Dan's bitch. Hey everybody, RC Hill Nation version 2.0. This is episode number 28. I am Dan, and with me is Jake. Episode 28. Here we are. And guess who's guess who else is with us there, Jake? Who we got? Rob. Say hi, Rob. What's happening, guys? So how'd that sex change go, man? I mean, that's what you were doing, right? Well, you know, I started mm-hmm. and then I started having testicle remorse because they were gone <laughs> and so i asked him to put them back and he's like dude they're spoiled you know because i guess they didn't put them in the jar or whatever and so i was like well what the fuck do i do now and he gave me a couple of teflon ping pong balls and some duct tape and said here you go buddy and i was like malpractice bitch so but uh yeah i was lucky they didn't uh they didn't drop my adam's apple so well, I'm, like I'm thinking did they flower them up and boil them <laughs> maybe man maybe you know because we do sure. that once a year up here in montana it's called the testicle festival i don't know you guys google that google it testicle okay. festival huh yeah happens just north of me here shit so anyway it's been a while rob we've had a few emails and uh, questions wondering where the next gen was uh it's nice to have you back i told everybody you were handling some personal business and we'll just leave it at that how you oh, been yeah. though man no i've been good you know i mean I don't know. Got some stuff going on here at home. I had to circle the wagons, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, do what the uh, man in the house is supposed to do, I guess. And then. Uh, is that, um, is that man know, up or cowboy up? What is that? What is that? What do you guys call it? What do you call it in Minnesota? Is it man up or cowboy up? Oh, we, we call it putting the pants back on. <laughs> oh, but uh, so, you know, I haven't, needless to say, I haven't really done much uh, flying, really. I have a. Uh, pretty much became a ghost on the forum the last couple of days or whatever but uh, mm-hmm. I peek my head in every now and then and stuff I you know I've been simming pretty much every night you know so I haven't really lost my my touch or anything actually you know I knew I was coming on tonight or whatever so I I took the X5 out for a couple of flights today and uh, I don't know it's just like riding a bike yeah. you know just get right back on it and stuff and um, been working on this uh this new move you know that uh, AWOL Nation song uh Sail it's on that uh, super popular video, Grinding the Crack, um, with that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I have no yeah, clue yeah. what you guys are talking about. He's in the squirrel suit flying down the mountain. That's the one you're talking uh, about? Yep. Uh, or yeah. if Dan, Dan, if you want to check it out, just type in Xtube, comma, Grind the Crack, and make sure there's nobody around. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a two girls, one cup thing? Uh, I'm not saying. <laughs> uh. Because that anyway, was horrible. Flying, I've been flying the sim to that song, you know, just trying to come up with some rhythm and stuff like that. And so I figured out this. Uh, I'm kind of good with pyro flips, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured out this move. Ah, like, he's the one that says pyro. I tried me, to call man. Dan out on it the other day. And no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess it's me, man. Um, but I do this little thing. It's like a crack pyro, pyro flip where I kind of crack the tail back and forth as I'm going through it. And so I've been trying to make that work. I don't have the balls to do it in real life yet because... Uh, well, you don't have any balls. You told us at the beginning of the show. Right? <laughs> what? No. What the deal is is I don't have uh, I don't have sack polish. Oh, I got. I got. I got a tape oh, with you have cream. you have synthetic balls. That's right, man. <laughs> I got to go on the special line when I don't want to board an airplane now. Well, actually, you know, a lot of you guys. I know Jake. He probably recognizes the fact too. You know, sometimes we just have to step back, and I haven't been feeling very well the last few weeks. So Jake's really kind of stepped up and. You know, did, did he's really been handling the Facebook page and all this other stuff. Um, sometimes you just got to step away. You know what I mean? It's it's a hobby, right? Oh, yeah. It's a hobby yeah. first. It's a hobby. That's, it's a lifestyle, but it's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Very just, true. Just so, because, you know, now I feel like I'm uh, I'm kind of a little bit gangster now, like 80s gangster in the um, in the lowrider and stuff. So Sweet. Sweet, oh, yeah. sweet, sweet. Bye. 
So how is the um, how's the uh, fusion? Is it ready to fly yet, or what's the deal? I got all the parts sent to you. Yeah, yeah, no, they're all here. I just gotta I gotta drop a few more things and kind of wire it up. And I've had everything just kind of sitting there waiting. And you know this uh, this other stuff kind of came up. Yeah, and it's been back burner, I guess. Yeah. But uh, no, Maggie. Yeah, it's all it's all sitting here. You know, I'd I'd say probably shoot just one evening. I'd probably get all wired in there and. Go out and uh, crash it for you so I can fit this box. <laughs> yeah. You crash it again, and uh, I'm going to have your synthetic balls. <laughs> All right. I'll just get it. I'll get a video for you. <laughs> so, Jake, do you got anything? Yeah, Dan, Dan wants an extra set. So, D- Jake, do you got any like big uh, groundbreaking news? Something that uh, you know you decided that you're going to tell me on the show or what? You know what's been going on uh, with you? Oh, uh, let me think about that. Um, your balls you dropped? Know, I I think so. Did they? How, did how it sound did, like it? <laughs> did, did you did you ever did, did those tests come back? Did the doctor tell you is that shit contagious or what's the deal? You, so you might want to get checked out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's been going on with me? Um, I told you about uh, you know putting in my own little private field there. I, yeah. I posted some pictures of you know, making my little heli area up on the top field above my house. And, uh, that's worked out pretty well. I had some friends over today and we all flew some shit and broke some stuff and it was a good time. Yeah. Um, last week I incapacitated my Gowie 200 and made my 500 fly barless. So nice. Yep. It, it's yep. not so incapacitated, man. Just run it. No bar. So, <laughs> so how's that orc doing? Oh, wait a minute. It's not an orc. It's a goblin. My bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me turn around and look at that for a minute. That's oh, nice. You make me sick. Nice. Dieter got a goblin. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He, he, uh, yeah, he got one. He's, I think he's enjoying it. Yeah. I've been talking to him. So, yep. So, what have I been doing? Well, hey, guys. Thanks for asking. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, I'm sitting here talking to you, idiots. Oh, my but bad. what I what have I been doing is maybe that's what you meant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like I said, I haven't been feeling real well, so I haven't been able to get any flying in. But it's actually the weather has not been super good. It's not been bad. Um, a lot of wind and a lot of rain last few weeks. But tomorrow it's supposed to be near 70 degrees. So my ass is at the field tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking at 40 degrees for tomorrow. So one yeah, thing I did want to mention, past few weeks, uh, I've had a few... I did, How do I say this? I've had a bunch of people try to get in touch with me, and I haven't been real expedient about getting back to you. It's not that I'm ignoring you. I just haven't been really been around the computer lately. So for those of you that have sent me emails, I tried to respond to most of them last night. I will catch up with you. Now, Jake is working on... A Dropbox. How's that coming along? Have you looked into that at all? You're going to do that uh, on Monday. Uh, Monday, I will get something set up in, in some fashion or another. So yeah. So as you're listening to this, it'll probably be set up or close to being set up. Yep. And this is mainly for well, initially it's for uh, Augusta down in Australia. He um, he's going to be doing some. Uh, oh right, right. The the field recording stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if we get this Dropbox set up, and if you guys are interested in doing this, uh, you'll just be able to drop this audio. And now, keep in mind, you know, try to make the audio as clean as you can. If you have some uh, an audio recorder that's good, try to use it. <laughs> excellent. We want excellent quality. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, <laughs> I don't want to sound like we're not appreciative, but. We need, you know, we, we need audio that is listenable. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yes, we need we need fidelity. Yeah. So fidelity. You know, you can get pretty goddamn good sound out of your smartphones, believe it or not. But you might want to consider getting an external mic for it. But um, you know, their little di- digital recording devices are cheap. If you guys want to do that, that would be great. So. That's what's been going on with me, guys. I uh, I have been flying the... Uh... Rob, you heard about the Walkera I got, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are nice, man. That They're kind is of delicate, a... but... Uh, they are delicate. They work. Yeah. But I tell you what, that helicopter flies fantastically. I am so happy 
to be flying it compared to the MCPX, I just can't even. It, it's uh, the comparison tried, night and day. I, I tried to to you know I said I would loan you my MCPX and my friend wouldn't even take it. Yeah, I'm like, but, <laughs> but you need a bind and fly. Take it with you. Fly <laughs> it. Enjoy it. No. How's your MCPX holding up, Rob? Ah, uh, great. Until I decided I wanted to uh, uh, replace the uh, the tail mm -hmm. and s successfully just trashed all the wiring and stuff like that. So I'm either gonna, <laughs> you know, get out the magnifying glass and uh, do ah. some little teeny tiny solders on that motor, or just I mean it's cheap, so I'm just gonna buy a couple of tail assemblies. Dude, I actually think I have like four of those tails. I can send you yeah, some. I, I'm gonna I be sending send you and. I'm going to be sending you and Jake some t-shirts um, probably the Tuesday. Nice. So I'll throw that in there as well. Excellent. Good deal, um, man. While, while we're talking about it, um, Tuesday you should have the next computer too. Oh, yeah. Jake uh, Jake's sending me another computer so we can add another Skype. Oh, nice. So Great. That's cool. I'll be, we'll be able to add even more people to the conversation. Oh, shit. We'll be like the bunny ranch of podcasts. All these people are here. <laughs> The bunny ranch. <laughs> the more the merrier. The more the merrier. Yeah. So another thing I want to talk about is last week I mentioned the Othello show. And that's just kind of a regional thing for those of us in this area. You know, the Northwest area, Washington, Idaho, maybe Wyoming, maybe yeah, maybe Northern Nevada. Um, there is, Othello is a helicopter event. Now what I had, what I was confused is, it's a large area. There's also... And I think it's only a week or two apart. And where my confusion came in is it's so close together. I just assumed it was the same event. It's not the same event. There's an Othello show that the Plankers go to, but this isn't the one that uh, is happening May 18th. This is the one that Dieter and I are going to, and a few others apparently are going to be hanging out with us. So, How do I get there? You better start walking. <laughs> All right, stick that thumb out. Start. You shave the left leg, man, so you can you know hike her up and. You gonna pick Good me up? Um, how much do you weigh? Mm, I'm gonna <laughs> guess about 160. Yeah, my back's not very good, so I don't think I'll be picking you up. Uh, just put him on, toss him on the back of the scooter with a, a kilt on or something, and just pimp him out. Get just, some cash for the ride home. Just throw a hey, rope around know? his neck and drag his ass around. I'll, I'll do just about anything to get to a fun fly at this point. So yeah, <laughs> nice. So speaking of fun flies, let's talk a little bit before we go into the news, what each of us have planned as far as fun flies go this year. Now, I know it's kind of up in the air for Rob and I as far as which ones we're going to go to because both of us kind of live a long ways from most of the fun flies that we go to. I'll go ahead and talk about which ones I'm planning on hitting first, um, tentatively. Uh, I am going to go to Othello, and that's May. In June, there's a fun fly in Gillette. I've talked about it before. I'll be talking about it uh, more as we get closer, but that's the one that Todd Bennett's going to be at. Oh, that'll be cool. The 3D school. Yeah, yeah. In July, uh, I'm looking at... Uh, now, the Snohomish Fun Fly, I kind of wanted to go to, but there's it's just too close uh, date-wise because I'd have to go from Gillette over all the way over to the, you know, the West Coast and then back over to Billings. So... Uh, you know, for those of us, for those of you who aren't familiar, that's like it's like 400 miles from Billings here to Billings, so it's a long ways for me to go anywhere. <laughs> so, so now we got Billings and then Urcha and then one or the other. It's either going to be Orlando or it's going to be the uh, Heli Freak Fun Fly in California for me. Now I know all three of us are planning on being at Urcha. Yes, sir. I was kind of hoping, Rob, that I was going to make it to Minnesota, and that might still work. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But so now that you guys have got a rundown of what I plan on planning on doing this summer, what are you guys planning on doing this summer? Getting um, laid and drinking lemonade. There you go. I <laughs> yeah. dig it. <laughs> Works for me. Come on, Jake. We all know you're still a virgin. I can tell by the way you smile. <laughs> Just tell her to pour you know? some sugar on me. <laughs> Maybe she'll get it. <laughs> uh, all right it's obvious you two need some direction so rob why don't you go first <laughs> okay um well you know there's this uh the north uh country model controllers here we talked about that like way back uh put a we put a link uh, against i don't remember what show it was but anyway they're they're gonna have a uh 
a heli only event in June called Collective Madness. I'll be at that. And then shortly after that, right at the beginning of July, is the Great Northern Pitch Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually get one or two pros to come out to that one too. And, you know, local uh, local new hotness, you know, Mitch Price will be out there, probably Matt Naska, um, a couple other guys and stuff, you know, that are from this area. Probably go to that. Uh, definitely Urcha for sure. And then um, I don't really have any plans that are solid for going somewhere else out of state, I guess. But uh, um, I'll for sure there's a fall, the one in the fall. It's like a, a plane and heli fly, and I'll go to that and um, up yeah. north for that one too. So how about you, Jake? You you live over there in the land of plenty. Uh, I live in the land of way up near Canada. Yeah, but still. Um, still, what is it? 200 miles across the state of New York? I don't know. Shit, that's, a, no that's a Sunday drive. I'm, I'm supposed to know that. You live there? Yeah, whatever. From my house to Massachusetts is probably a six-hour drive, so. <laughs> Sunday drive. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. Um... Let's see. I plan on, I've got five on my list that I plan on making it to. I'll probably make it to a few others if I can squeeze them in. But uh, let's see. On, in June, I think around the 16th, there's the Adirondack Heli Bash um, that's put on by, I want to say Lazy 8 RC or something like that. Um, they're, I don't know, three hour drive for me, whatever. Then I plan on going to the CNY Heli Jam, which is central New York uh, Heli Jam. That's, I don't know, about an hour away from me. It's not too bad. That's in Phoenix, New York at the Stars Field. Um, And then there's the Northeast Rotary Flight Fest uh, at the end of July. So I'll be going to that. Um, That's out near Albany, New York. Then there's Urcha, of course, which is in August. And then at the end of August is the Northeast Heli Jamboree um in rochester area they uh they usually have some good pros out there that's where bert and bobby do one of their uh big night flies and stuff so that's always a fun show that's cool they got raffles at those oh yeah yeah i i won a set of 600 blades last year at that actually Nice. You know, if they are going to give away good internet, you should buy like 20 tickets. For that and see Dude, if, if they're going to give away good internet, I'm buying all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, guys. Well, you know, we hope you guys enjoy this summer. Look forward to those fun flies. Go out, have a good time. Be safe. And, uh, you know, just enjoy it. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to I'm hoping to get Rob out here for Heli Pros, and we might be able to swing that. Depends on, uh, I guess it when just depends on everything. Pros? When is that? Uh, you know, I, it's in July. I'm thinking it's like July 8th. It's like the, the weekend after July 4th. How far is that from me? <laughs> I don't know, 5,000 miles? If, if it's if it's 200 miles, it's 5,000 miles for you. Oh, well, I mean, really, I mean, the only one that I'm going out of state for is Urcha, so... Yeah. You know, it's actually like 250 miles further for Rob to get to Billings than it is for me. And I live yeah. in Montana. If you went a, a straight shot to Urcha from where you are, how far is it? I can tell you exactly because I've already mapped it out. Okay. It's 2,122 miles. Holy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a trek. And, <laughs> and you know, and I'm stopping through... Uh, Minnesota. Well, I'm going. I would go through Minnesota anyway. But uh, even to pick up Rob, it only takes me 40 miles out. Mm. So, yeah, that works. Okay, got it. Well, I think it's about that time, guys. Should we have a showdown? A showdown. News from the other day, presented today. <laughs> <laughs> There's my balls. There they are. <laughs> dude, check out that Outrage N2 over there. Yeah, dude, it's sweet. I think that's Burt's, isn't it? Oh, it is? You know, I, sh- I think I'm going to take it for a flight, man. I think I'm going to, I'm not even going to ask him. Yeah, do it. He's not around. All right, here we go. Man, this thing flies nice, man. Nice, I like it. Shit, I think Bert's coming back. Dude, no, really? 
Yeah, that's yeah. him. I'm getting out of here. Damn. He's right behind you. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? Dude, did you come here to sleep or you come here to fly the N2? Outrage N2, available at a hobby shop near you. What do we got for news, guys? Who wants to go first? Jake, is there anything new and exciting happening in the world of Goblin? Ooh, me, me, me. Um, Gablin. Oh, you saw the yeah. video. You saw the video, right? We talked about the video the other day, the Las Vegas video. The Las Vegas video. Oh, yeah. yes. And the guy in the background? I don't know yeah. who it was. Somebody, oh, yeah. Yeah, I somebody. remember that. Somewhere in the end of... Um, Chicken Wings flight, when they're talking about going over to apologize and stuff, you hear somebody say goblin the way we... Yeah, we, the way we do know, it. The gablin. Gablin. Yeah, the gablin. The civics. So, With the civics. So, and whoever you are, email me. I want to know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so since then... Um, Goblin has said that, you know, there's a, a small issue with the flange on the pulley. Um, the tail drive pulley under the main shaft. I'm so is, glad that you guys are beta testing that for us. Yeah. I know, yeah, right? Thanks. Hey, you know what? It's It flies nice. So I'll beta test it all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, check out your pulley. If you have issues, don't block. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Just don't check um, your pull too much. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> Stroke your belt. <laughs> You'll go blind. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, actually, uh, you guys remember Seth Killian. He was on a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Well, more than a couple, but he has some, some news. I was talking to him the other day. He's um, now sponsored by Scorpion. So Rock that's pretty on. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, pro- Props to him. I hear he has some other good stuff in the works, but I think that's kind of on the the DL for now. So we're keeping it there. Sounds good. Um, that uh, that's awesome because uh, that's a guy that is just inspiring, has a great story, and just could yeah. use the help. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. He's good to talk to. He's he's very helpful from what I've talked to him. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited for him, and I'm happy he's he's doing something with it. Absolutely. So speaking of news, um, you know, there's been a, uh, an unleashing of Helipro's pilots in the last few weeks. That there is. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of our, a, a lot of our listeners are on the team. You guys have noticed that. Yes. A lot of the guys that are posting on our forum and keeping, you know, direct contact with us. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I, um, I'm excited for those guys because, uh, you know, anytime you can get a little bit of assistance in this hobby, it's a good thing <laughs> because oh, because sure. it can cost you. So congratulations to all you guys that are getting onto the Heli Pros team. Absolutely. Congratulations, guys. How about you, Rob? What do you got? You got anything news and, you know, exciting, new and exciting, not news and exciting. Both. Both. I have to both. have both. Wow. You have to have both. You have to have both. <laughs> I know we talked about TSA models um, a few moons ago, I guess, on an earlier show. They had uh, come out with uh, a couple of uh, other birds. There's uh, a new one. They've got the TSA Infusion 700N mm-hmm. and E versions. Uh, those are coming out. There's some sneak preview picks out on the web. We can get a link to the to those in the show notes and stuff like that. So, um, But, that, you know, that looks kind of nice. I mean, I, I, we hadn't heard anything from TSA models for a while, Um and uh, it looks like they're just they're starting to come back, and they're uh, they're trying to fit all those uh, those more most common sizes or whatever. And um, so you know, I I mean, I like the way the bird looks. You know, I'm interested in seeing it fly. Um, I guess, and uh, um, just see how it stacks up. It's nice yeah. to have a new 700 on the market because the more there are, um, the harder it is to try and um, jack the price up so high. You know, you know, whenever you say TSA, yeah, I think airports. I yeah, think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I can think is TNA. <laughs> the rubber glove clan uh, pretend uh, like you're tying your shoes and don't mind me <laughs> there's not a lot of news going on really so we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening with our Sahili Nation first off we're like 50 likes away from giving away two helicopters I know man 50 50 like like our page make your friends like our page yeah because i want to get rid of this helicopter sitting on my desk uh, you could, <laughs> shit do it do it now 
Uh, so let's just kind of go over the details again. Just uh, not that you guys don't know, but uh, in case you happen to be a first-time listener. Uh, RC Aerodyne, scaleflying.com. They've donated a 700 Nitro fly, fly Bard kit. That is going to go randomly to somebody once we hit 1,000 likes. However, the 1,000th like is going to get a 450, uh, just a no-name little clone from China. No, I, you know, no, I, no, it's a, it's an Align 450 clone. This little kit comes with everything you need. It has uh, servos, battery. All you need to do is throw in your own receiver and your own radio. Has no manual. I think I should mention, I don't think I've mentioned that before. <laughs> but I suppose if you download a 450 manual, you'll be all right. Do you need a manual? Well, you need a manual. Well, yeah, everybody needs a manual to know how my brain but works. But you should get hooked on phonics first so you can learn how to read. Yeah, hooked that helps. Phonics. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we're getting real close to, to doing that. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, it's been a while, yeah. It has been a while. I think when we started this, Rob, we were at like, what, 600 likes? Yeah, six, it was like three, 400 likes we still had to get to get yeah. to that, yeah. that grant. That's, so. that's gotten, I guess it hasn't, you know, what, two, two months, three months? I don't know. A while. But anyway... We're glad to finally get, be getting close to getting that uh, helicopter in somebody's hands just in time. Yes. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. Once For once, my animal makes noise. Yeah, we're getting close to giving that, that helicopter away um, just in time for the flying season. Get your buddies to like the show. You never know. You might be uh, the winner of a brand new 700 Nitro Flybard airframe. Also, too... You know, uh, we've been talking about these shirts. Good news. Um, these shirts are going to be available soon. Um, talked to the lady that's making them. I guess, was it yesterday? No, it must have been uh, Thursday. She said that she should have them. She said she was going to try to get them ready by Friday, but she never did call me. I've seen them. They look amazing. Yeah? Yeah. So Amazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> they do. They look good. Here's the deal. Rob and Jake are each going to get one of each color. And I'm only going to charge them double. Nice. Oh, <laughs> that triple? I thought I was going for the triple mark. <laughs> once once, once uh, Jake gets these in his hands, he's going to take some pictures of them. And he's been working diligently on getting the storefront up on our, on our webpage. What are you talking about? I suck. <laughs> we know that, but I'm just trying to boost your ego a little bit. Okay. All right. I'll take it. So we're going to send Jake and Rob, um, well, I'm going to send, we're not we, we're going to send Jake uh, and Rob, we're going to send them a, <laughs> Rob sends me a text message. <laughs> we're, all, we're sitting here recording, Rob. <laughs> Dude, why did you send me a text message, man? I, read it, read I, it. Trying read to it send out to loud. That was funny. He sends me I a text. I just, Dan, I just told you that my babysitter just got here, so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it says right here, in fact. Yeah, it does. It's funny how you had to text me that because, you know, we're talking right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that, that's abuse of a technology. Anyway. It's, it's gross misconduct. So we're going to have white white ones and black ones. Uh, they, they're going to have the same patterns on or the same designs front and back. Yeah, good deal. We're going to take the spreadsheet thing down once that's available. Um I know some of you have those shirts and the, you've had good luck with them, but I also know a couple of you have bought those shirts and they weren't bad, but they're, it's just, it's kind of touch and go. Like I've got like four of them, three of them were really nice. And the fourth one was, just, I don't know, a little, little faded maybe. So we'll be done with those. <laughs> <laughs> Turn YouTube off, man. <laughs> It says no more X tube or tube eight. Yeah, turn that better. turn that tube it's eight off. It's not YouTube. It's porn. Turn that tube eight off. Porn. You porn. Ah, uh, let me call back. I'll see if it's better. Delay. So anyway, the shirt, yeah, the Jake is going to get the storefront going here so shortly, and then uh, those shirts will be available to you guys. And I think you'll like them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So Jake, will, is there anything else? The storefront work. Is there anything else happening with the webpage that you'd like to talk about? Um. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see, you know, whoever got the, the Heli Pros um, sponsorship thing, uh, just, you know, say hi on the on the web or on the forum and, you know, let us know that you got it. I think it'd be interesting to see how many listeners got that. Yeah. 
That'd be kind of cool. Quit rocking. No, back nothing's going on with the You keep rocking back and forth in that chair. You keep rocking back and forth in that chair, and I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> but it's so comfy, mm-hmm. and, and I have Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. I like Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they that's about it. Uh, I think that's about it for the news, guys. Uh, not a lot of news happening. No, not a bunch. So it's time to move on along. Hey guys, Dan here. I want to tell you about the biggest and best RC heli shop on the planet. That's right, you guessed it, Heli Pros. I've been using Heli Pros since 2008, and they're always my first choice when it comes to ordering stuff online. Their customer service is top notch, and they know your heli inside and out. So remember, when you need heli stuff, think helipros.com. Fly hard, Heli Pros has the parts. So, you know, I've had a few requests, guys, to talk about, uh, there's, a, there's a few things we'd like to talk about, uh, but specifically about maintaining your helicopters. But before we do that, I think it would be kind of a nice, kind of a segue to talk about initially getting your, your helicopters ready for the flight season. Now, those of you warm weather dicks who have been flying all winter long, you guys are probably going to pay more attention to the second half of this conversation but for those of us in the up here where it snows yeah uh, right you know where so, we have to put our helicopters away for uh, a few months we're gonna, unless you're rob <laughs> yeah, right. yeah we're going to talk a little bit about getting those helicopters ready to fly what to look for what to do and all that kind of stuff you know i'll start with uh, what i do now i have a few nitro helicopters i love the nitros when i know i'm not going to be flying for a few months I actually, um, I go ahead and, and uh, run some transmission fluid through my motor. Um, just kind of... Transmission fluid? Yeah, it just kind of cleans it out. It's kind of like after-run oil, right? Huh. That's nice. new to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd done after-run oil and stuff, but I'd never heard it's of the transmission fluid. Same, same principle. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It just uh, coats all the parts down, so the condensation for any residual fuel inside the motor doesn't... Uh, cause any rust I hear Vagisil mm-hmm. works too you should give that a shot <laughs> hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid cream <laughs> so um, that, that's what I that, that's what I do with uh, the nitros now as far as general maintenance almost or you know not necessarily maintenance but as far as generally getting your helicopters right it doesn't matter if it's nitro or electric there's the same things you guys going to check so Rob what do you do when you know after you know, your helicopter's been sitting for a while, what do you do to get your helicopters ready to go? Oh, I yeah, I guess it, you know it's rare. This winter I didn't fly nearly as much as I did last winter, but um, I was trying to pretend I was a WWD and I flew all year or whatever. But um, this year, no, I'm so I went with a lot of idle time, you know. And I guess you know when I do get uh, the bug and you know it's getting warmer and I want to take it back out again, I. I kind of give it uh, once over. It's like a long division version of my normal pre-flight check that I'll do. Like the beginning of any day when I'm out flying like at a flying field or something, I'll do the, your regular old, you know, pre, you know, pre-flight kind of a routine or whatever. But um, getting them out of storage, I kind of, you know, take a lot more time, you know, and look over everything. I check, you know, all my links and all my uh, like the push rod, tail push rod and stuff like that. Double check everything still has good action. Make sure that I have not collected any sort of dust or debris on uh, any of the turning parts, shafts, and stuff like that, you know. And, um, you know, maybe give it a little bit of a, a kind of a rub down. Um, you know, they like that. They get a little more supple. <laughs> and they, they play nice, you know, after being cramped up on the wall all, night, all uh, winter and stuff. But, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I think, you know, and then I just look at it because I've, it's, you know, how it is. Like when you work on your helis pretty regularly, you ought to, it's just, you, you know where everything's at or how everything is. Oh yeah, that link is due for a change or that one's not, or I did this thing last with my motor or whatever, right? But when they've sat for a while, you kind of get out of touch with that. So I'd like to spend a lot of time just double checking everything. And um, then I'll take it outside and I'll just do, you know, just kind of like a practice flight, you know, just a little hover, hero around while I'm hovering and stuff like that, you know, and just, just kind of take it easy uh, in case something decides to just give out. Right. right. And, Cause then, you know, then I'll know because it's coming down in a, a wad of parts, but it's low instead of high or whatever. But um, that hasn't happened to me yet, which means that, you know, I've been uh, 
pretty diligent, you know, just making sure that everything is where it needs to be. Most of the time, guys, when you do that, you're not going to really find any problems. But I mean, that's the whole idea. Yeah. Well, one thing I do, and I don't really necessarily, this is really, I don't know if I'd consider this to be like the preseason check, but one thing I do, and I generally do it in the middle of the winter when I'm bored, I'll actually not really take the helicopter apart, but I'll I'll, I'll look at the, you know, the high stress bearings, the main bearings. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll actually get those out, feel them, you know, kind of, you know, you, you hold them from the, on the uh, outer diameter and you kind of push your finger into the center and kind of, you know, push to, push to one side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah, your mind like out of the gutter. Was a helipap smear you got going on there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm, what I'm doing, guys, is I'm feeling for notchiness, right? I'm, I'm checking yeah. the, the, the bearings that are the most, you know, the, the bigger bearings that, you don't really check a lot unless you're crashing a lot. Then if you're crashing a lot, you probably check them every week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you're <laughs> replacing them. But, uh, you know, that's one thing I like to do. I like to make sure that those bearings and those things that don't get looked at a whole lot during the summer, torque tube bearings. Uh, if you're flying a torque tube machine, um, dampeners, dampeners, dampers, they're not dampeners, they're dampers. Yeah. You know, I check those the rubbers. I actually, what I do, you know, I keep track of my flights and I actually have mine on a maintenance schedule every so often. I think it's uh, 50 flights. I automatically just replace the damp dampers. So I don't, nice. that's not really necessarily something I need to do, you know, to get ready for the season. It's just something I do after X amount of flights. How about you, Jake? What do you do to get your helicopters ready after they've been sitting for a while? Oh, geez. You know, I, I like to fondle them for a while like Rob does, you know, just kind of rub them and you yeah. know, have a good time with them. Yep. Um, no, I, I, midwinter, I, I, you know, pull them down off the wall or whatever. I go through and oil all the bearings and stuff and, you know, check the bearings out and just kind of give it a, a thorough going over. And then come spring, you know, when I actually decide I'm going to fly them again, I'll... I'll, you know, oil the bearings again just because, well, I'm OCD like that. So, you know, I, I pretty much do all the same stuff that you guys just said. Yeah. But I don't get to say it now because you said it first. Well, uh, how do you feel well. about that? Let's, let's, how do you feel about that? I love the fact that I took the wind out of your out of your sails. It makes me feel good inside. It makes me all warm and fuzzy <laughs> like a little schoolgirl. I, I bet it does. I so, bet it makes you feel like the captain. So tell me tell me this, Rob. You and I, you and I have talked about this before. And, uh, you know, mainly for the electric helicopters, because, you know, you got me to buy the X5 and there's a lot of things about electrics that I was uncomfortable with. And mainly it was uh, lubing the bearings on the motor. Now, I did get some upgraded uh, bearings, Boca bearings. Were they Boca bearings? I can't remember. They're, they're the ones that uh, Dave from Anything Hell he sent me. What? Uh, yeah, they're the Boca ceramics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I know that you mentioned that you'd flown your Gowie... F- a number of flights and never really bothered to to lube those bearings. Right. What is the recommended maintenance for that? Is that something you should be doing, what, every 10, 15, 20, 60 flights? Is there some, you know? Well, you know, Scorpion sells that uh, bearing lubrication kit with the little pin, like the needle-sized applicator mm-hmm. and all that stuff or whatever. But And they recommend anywhere between five and eight flights to oil them, yeah, I thought they know, said 10. So somewhere around there. It's a fairly low number, right? Yeah. So it's a fairly constant thing that I was doing. And after a while, I mean, I, I think I had let it slide once or twice and I was like, I'll oh, forget it. And I just haven't grabbed that, that, uh, that bearing loop since. And, um, I upgraded the ones in my X five to the, the Boca ceramics too, same as you have Dan, but I have that same motor on my five fifty as well. Um, both of those motors stock bearings are smooth as butter, you know, and um, both of them, after a while, I just stopped lubing them. And, you know, it could be the type of bearing. I know they kind of went through some growing pains with these higher torque, high speed motors and stuff, trying to nail down a good, I guess, maybe vendor for the bearings because they were people were talking about them blowing out eventually, you know, and so there's all this care and maintenance. But if my personal experience, it doesn't may not be the same for everybody else, but you know, I bought into the whole get the kit and do that maintenance, but it's just, it doesn't seem like it's something that's necessary for me. You know, unless I take a hard crash, I got to check and make sure they're not notchy or something. You know what I mean? Well, you know, but, uh, one thing too, I think to keep in mind, guys, you know, consider your, your, uh, your environment. Where are you flying your helicopter? Is it dusty? Yeah. Is it yeah. humid? 
is that you know out here it's not dusty where i fly it's right. not it's not humid it's it's fairly dry so there's really for for me there's really not a lot of um environmental issues that can cause havoc with bearings because i haven't i i'd have to look but i'm guessing i have somewhere near 150 flights on that and i've lubed them once and that's yeah. it yeah. and i've right. not had any any, any <laughs> problems how about you jake over there in, in, in new do york it anyways i suppose you do yours every 10 flights regardless yeah because i'm ocd like that yeah so. yeah yeah I, I just all right my 500 i really don't lube very often i just kind of fly the hell out of it and you know it is what it is and i expect it to explode someday mid-flight and that's it but um no i for the most part i try and keep things lubed up every 10 15 flights and you are ocd <laughs> i am i really am i mean i i may not be like medically diagnosed with it but i yeah yeah, I don't know, man. If you go talk to a therapist, you might get that diagnosis. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to talk new medicine. to them. I'm afraid of what they might tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an addiction. You need to put the helicopters away. Yeah. You know? right? So anyway, guys, I'm I'm thinking the the preseason things that you need to look at are, are really kind of common sense. I mean, um, you know, just just consider the moving parts of your helicopter and take a you know inspect them. Don't be afraid to. Take take something apart. Take a good close look at it, you know. And and like Rob said, you know, nine point nine times out of ten, you probably won't find any issues. But if you do, then it'll be a nice save, and um, you know, it's just peace of mind. Yeah, for sure. And even the non-moving parts, because plastic does get brittle yes. sometimes. Plastic, yes, that's, that's true. You know, and check the obvious things like your canopy mounts. Make sure they're tight. All that good stuff. You know, those kind of things. So. Moving into regular maintenance during the season, I'm I'm not as OCD about that as I'm guessing Jake is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I do I do log all my flights and I do have all my helicopters set up on a on a maintenance schedule. Now uh, you know I don't stick to it by the flight if I'm in the middle of the day and and I you know I happen to run across the hey, ding 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 you've just hit your fiftieth flight I don't stop and do it I mean I you know I'll wait till I get home but what I do then is, uh, like I said, I change the dampers and, um, of course, take a close look at the obvious stuff outside of the internal workings. I mean, the, take a nice close look at, at what's happening with the tail, the head, you know, checking for slop and links. Now, we should have maybe mentioned this at the beginning. I do change all my links in the wintertime. Yeah, right. I put a new right set on. of links on for the summer. And that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I don't like sloppy head. So I gotta make sure mine's good. Yeah, for sure. You know, for me, I mean, like a general maintenance routine, I, I mean, I really don't have one. Um, I figure, you know, I fly the birds often enough when I'm in regular season or whatever that um, I'll notice something that's getting ready to manifest pretty quick. And I do your your standard, you know, tug the links, check the, uh, check the directions, you know, make sure everything is... Uh, uh, the torque tube gears and stuff or doing what they're supposed to do and we don't have any backlash or something like that and then i just leave it and really parts don't ever end up really getting replaced unless they're damaged you know in my case i guess but essentially i think too if you're a new pilot you're you're probably not going 150 250 300 flights without crashing right right so your standard yeah, yeah. regular maintenance you're probably doing that already without really thinking about it yeah yeah for sure because you're replacing these these uh parts that are prone to damage all the time yeah they don't live in the heli long enough to go through normal wear and tear right yeah. so if you're just starting to get past that point where you're not crashing uh you know the the obvious things to check especially on belt driven tails you need to make sure that that, that you're keeping a close eye on the belt um uh, you know one thing i do at the beginning of each day when I before I even fly my helicopters I do a fairly thorough albeit quick inspection uh, most most of the time you guys as you're as you're going about flying your helicopters you can kind of get to the point where you know the things you need to check yeah yeah and for so sure it, it begets, it's yeah. actually a yeah. kind of an automatic quick inspection I always my biggest well, I don't know if it's a fear, but my one of my the biggest thought processes in my mind is I don't want anything to happen to the tail. 
So I always make sure I check the tail. I've actually, a buddy, well, Fred, the guy I talk about quite a bit, I've seen uh, him, he, he's lost his tail due to, you know, a bolt backing out on the tail slider. Those kind of things. They're real quick, real easy to check. So that's about it. You guys just, uh, I'm assuming you guys do the same thing. I mean, you guys just have a quick check over, over everything. And then you just kind of replace things as you notice them, I'm assuming. Yeah, kind of a grab and go, you know, before each flight and stuff like that. And the, I think the most important is when you get back on on track when you start up the season. You know, uh, once you've done that, you know, all things being equal, you know, you're, really nothing's going to pop up out of the blue unless you've got some sort of defective part or something. You know, so right. And the rest of it is just learning how to use your equipment. Right. Uh, you know, making sure you know right. if you right. if you got a fly barless unit, you know, check everything. Maybe, you know, chances are nothing happened over the winter, but uh, you might as well just go ahead and check your settings at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, might as well. I, I I don't really do that, to be honest. I, I kind of do what Rob does. Uh, the first flight, after I've kind of looked over what I've, you know, after I've already, in the wintertime, it's like in the middle of the winter, like I said, I've gone through the helicopter. But that first flight, I just kind of do a quick once over. I take it into a hover, and I just kind of, Hover it around real gently for about a half a flight. Yep. Kind of waiting for Just something to go wrong. See how it reacts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like 30, 36 degrees or something like that. Yeah. 37. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really quite <laughs> want to push it to that 49 degrees uh, yet. And so yeah. I figure if I, you know, I just kind of hold it in there nice, I can pretty much uh, determine whether or not I feel it's, it's safe to fly. Because you don't want to get past 45 and have something go wrong. No, no, dude. No, that's that's a death <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so that's about, that's really about it, guys. I mean, uh, there's it's it's not real tough. And, um, you know, you just want to develop a nice, solid pre-flight check. Go over your stuff every so often completely. You know, and you'll determine that schedule. You know, like I said, for us, it's in the wintertime generally because we're not flying. And then uh, yeah. if you do log your flights, I, you know, every, like I said, 50 flights for me, there's a few things I change irregardless. When I'm changing those, obviously I get a chance to look at other things because I'm, you know, I've taken the head off the helicopter and I'm able to, you know, take a close look at the thrust bearings and, and various other things that are generally not accessible unless I'm, you know, taking parts off. Right. So that's, uh, that's about it. Don't, you know, don't put a lot of, don't put a lot of stress into it. Don't stress too much about it. But just be thorough for those little little quick inspections. Just check it out. Check it out. Wiggle a few things. See how it feels. Hi, this is Courtney from South Florida, and you're listening to RC Heli Nation. Lock it in and rip the knob off. Hi, this is Dieter, also known as RCD Butts, with your 60-second tech tip. Today's topic is the Outrage Fusion 50. The Fusion 50 is a great heli without any modifications, but here are some recommendations to help keep yours maintained and flying silky smooth. First thing is to keep the gears greased. Get some clear silicone or lithium-based grease and apply liberally to all the gears, main, tail, and the umbrella. If you have some scorpion bearing oil or tri-flow oil, it helps to apply that periodically to all the bearings and the main and feathering and tail shafts. Check out the new updated gears and parts. There are new black high-performance bevel gears and new CNC main gears available. There are also CNC aluminum base plates and gyro mounts that you can get to upgrade your fusion even further. During the build, if you notice that there is play in the front bevel gear while it is installed in the front boom mount and held firmly by the four 3x8mm screws, then lay some 240 grit sandpaper down on a flat surface and rub the mating surfaces of the front boom mount halves on it to remove any extra mold flashings that may be causing the extra play. If you are flying a flybarred version of the Fusion 50, use some epoxy or JB Quick on the last half of the threads as you install the flybar paddle to ensure that it stays in place for aggressive flight. This has been your RC Hellenation 60 second tech tip. So Jake, how's that? Uh, how's that video doing, man? I noticed uh, you, you're you're up over like twelve, twelve hundred likes, twelve hundred views on that thing. 
yeah yeah we're we're doing pretty good with that um you know i am i'm excited about it we're at like what 1275 ish views so yeah that's thanks a, everyone for watching that's a good that's video awesome. it's cool man that was cool he took the time to do that yeah and you saw sierra models he yeah, did it was, yeah yeah i did see that that was cool too. yeah you inspired him i inspired him <laughs> yep it's not too often you can say that about yourself yeah. huh? uh-huh. this is true this is true no that, that's very cool i i was i thought that was pretty neat to see all right, so aside from the video, um, I posted it up on um, the Facebook page there, and I'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But the there's a picture of a helicopter basically exploding mid-flight. I didn't put much description with it on the Facebook page, but what happened was um, this is a friend of mine's helicopter. It's a Blade 400, if you can't tell that from the picture. He was in a hover, just a tail in hover, and he decided he was going to put it in idle up. So he puts it in idle up one, and it's fine. And then he puts it in idle up two. And look at the picture, and you understand <laughs> what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like yeah. all hell broke loose. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that picture. Well, I'm not looking at it right now, but I did look at it. And I'm telling you, again, it looks like it's a staged photo because it's just too perfect. It, it is. It's a really great photo. Um his girlfriend happened to be around and she was trying to kill the battery in her camera so she could charge it. And she just put it on action mode or whatever and started taking pictures. And if you look at the album, I don't know if everybody can see the album or not, but it's just a string of pictures of the helicopter exploding and then hitting the ground. And yeah, it's <laughs> nice. It's pretty awesome. So, Kudos to her for staying on the helicopter. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. So yeah. this this is it the helicopter. This is the helicopter that you helped yeah, your buddy set up. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Actually, it, it used to be my helicopter. <sighs> um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you know I parted with it a while ago, and he decided he wanted it, and it's been a, a pretty good learning tool for him, and you know he's been learning to hover and stuff on it, and doing okay with it, and you know it's so that's what happened then and he got it all put back together and he brought it up to my house today and you know he needed a little bit of help with it so we finished getting it together you know uh, we got a new gyro on it and you know some new servos and uh, i'll honestly say that he put savix servos on it so um, he didn't put savix on yeah that's exactly right Uh so uh we put those on Got it going. I, you know, I went through the head real quick to make sure that everything was good. And he actually did a real good job, get the head together light, right. Everything was uh, level and everything. So we went up and flew it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hovered it around a little bit, trimmed it out some and put it back in his hands. And well, now he's buying more parts. So there's a moral to this story. <laughs> don't let Rob fly your fusion and don't let Jake build your helicopter. Yeah, that's right. Said, that's right. Avoid those two. <laughs> If Jake huh. builds it, it will destroy itself. How, how come the Goblin hasn't destroyed itself in midair yet? Because oh, it's just too good. Oh, is it? It's too good. I broke a skid today, too. You, I mean, come on. You did? I did. Autoing I did. or what? I was What's trying the deal? To do the whole, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, well, I made my 500 fly bar list, and I decided I was going to try working on autos for a while because I never do that. And, well, I just, I kept running out of head speed at the, like you know two feet off the ground uh, there goes my head speed and i just bounce the 500 bounces real well it does somersaults and everything and, <laughs> yep goblin doesn't I, i'm not joking wait a minute wait a minute i, I probably you broke the skid what? on the goblin or the 500 the 500 okay uh we were we th- anything on the go- we were thinking the goblin we were thinking you broke the gablin but the savix no no breaking yeah. nope Nope. I, I imagine that would maintain a little bit more head inertia at the end of the, the auto. So You would hope so, anyway. I, I figure I'll practice my, my bad skills on the 500 and then go fly it on the Goblin. So that means you're never going to fly the Goblin? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so did you, did you guys see... Uh, now. Did you guys see Chopped Low got a Goblin as well? 
I did. No, I didn't see that. I nice. did. He's been talking to me about that. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 pretty excited. I noticed he's got a, a iMac or an Apple logo stuck to the side of his canopy. Uh huh. Probably nice. just for you. Yeah, I think he's been uh, doing I that for a while though. That. You paid. You paid him. I don't paid, lie. I paid him to yeah, do right? it. <laughs> no, I think he's been doing that for a while. So, Rob, did you hear the review he put on our iTunes page last week? Yes, I did do that. It was hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. We should put that like as a disclaimer on like some page on our website. We should. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. All right, guys. So we we talked about uh, fun flies a little bit earlier, and you know most fun flies I've ever been to, maybe a couple haven't because they're a little bit redneck and you know out in the sticks. But um, almost every fun fly I've ever been to requires that you have a spotter. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, as a spotter, what, or as a pilot even, which way do we want to go with that? Um, as a pilot, what do you expect your spotter to do? Not watch you fly, for sure. I expect my spotter to get me beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's after you crashed expect, into the I expect my name, spotter right? to give me a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I want a happy ending for my spotter. Yep. Stand just no. behind and to the left and paint your nails and all is good. No, I think a spotter should definitely not watch you fly. Yeah. Oh, a spotter yeah. should be watching everybody else fly, especially the people to the right and the people to your left. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's what they're there for is yeah. to spot. No, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I have a hard time with that because I've, you know, I've been to a few fun flies, but I haven't been to a ton that are helicopter. I mean, I went to a few last year, but before that I was flying planes and stuff. So when you're flying planes, it's a little bit different. But I mean, for helicopters, you know, do you expect them to tell you where exactly the other helicopters are or just when they're coming into your space or, you know, what do you uh, expect out of them? Man, every time I've spotted for people, I give that whoever's flying and give them the courtesy to know roughly like one flight station away on either side where those other people are at especially if there's planes doing circus or something like that you know like one box over on the left you know upper left one box upper right you know one box out or whatever stuff like that yeah that makes sense well we use spotters at our field now we don't necessarily have to use spotters a lot because generally um except when the planes are in the air we do, we, you know, the, the two of us that are helicopter guys, we kind of watch, you know, we kind of watch what's going on so we can help each other out. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's definitely not for us. It's not necessarily, uh, it's mainly, it's just so we know when a plane's coming in so we can, you know, get out of the way of the runway, you know, start doing, flying a pattern or, or or go further out or something to that effect. Having a spotter at a fun fly, I think definitely pretty much should be mandatory. Now, when I was at the Helipros fun fly last year, wasn't really a i guess it was kind of an unwritten thing so while we're talking about spotters um and we mentioned the um chicken wing video earlier where he you know the guy says goblin in it and all that and you know he kind of forces forces down another helicopter um who was spotting for him (laughs) i don't know i was thinking about that (laughs) i was thinking about that very thing as we were talking about it but uh you know yeah I, you know, it's a, it's a good idea to have a spotter. And uh, of course, a lot of, like you said, a lot of these fun flies are going to require it. So, you know, be a good spotter while you're spotting. Don't watch the guy you're yeah. standing next to fly. Watch what other people are doing around him and let him know what's happening or her if she's flying. Exactly. Exactly. If you want to be that guy that's talking smack and, uh, you know, trying to push the pilot a little harder, make sure there's another spotter there to yeah. actually spot. Yeah. So, Jake, we've, uh, you know, talk about technical issues. Rob isn't with us anymore. Uh, he had to, he dropped out. There's a problem with his internet. So, we're going to go ahead and just wrap up the show without him. And uh, that kind of sucks because um, apparently he had some epic how to get in touch with him thing that he had all figured out. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, he'll, he'll get to do it next oh, week. No. So, that's all right. That's all right. He'll get to do it next week. All right. Well, we'll get them next week then. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything epic. I got nothing. Yeah. Well, it's hard to top Rob when it comes to that kind of thing. It is. It yeah. is. He's just. He's the man. <laughs> yeah. He's the man. All right. He is the man. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you want to, oh, hey, 
guess what? I, you know, one thing I have been doing, and I, you know, again, I mentioned it last week, and uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit because it's something I'm doing. Dude, I am totally into this Star Wars game. <laughs> uh, don't know I wish any, I could play it. Don't know anything about Star Wars. You know, I'm not a, I don't know anything about that stuff, but man, did they do it right? You know, anyway, I know you guys aren't here to listen you about you make me sad MMOs, but uh, man, is it a good game. So if you guys are into that kind of thing, you know, some of you are, especially now that summer's Look them coming. up because you can play it and I can't. Yeah. Uh, you know, summer's coming on, so I won't be playing it a whole lot, but, uh, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Says the liar. The way, the way you dove into Lost and all that, next thing you know, you're going to be sending me your helicopters because they're neglected. You don't have to worry <laughs> about that. I don't think so. Uh, well, send them over anyways, just so, you know, I make sure they don't get neglected. They won't. I promise you, they will not get neglected. In fact, um... It is Saturday as we record, generally on Saturdays, most people know. Uh, tomorrow yep. is Sunday, and it's supposed to be near 70 degrees. Not necessarily yeah. sunny, but partly sunny, whatever that means. So I guess there's going to be some clouds in the sky. But my ass is at the flying field all day tomorrow. I'm jealous. Should be. I would like to, I want to go. I'm supposed to go play paintball tomorrow, actually. Are you? So to, you know, you, you kind of glanced over this um, this flying field of yours. You know, you talked. You told us a little bit yeah. about it. Give us a little more detail, man. What uh, you know, we were talking earlier um, before we started the show that um, you, you you've got some shade up there. You're gonna put some picnic tables up there. You can have a full bar yeah, up there, yeah. a brothel. Yeah. A gas That's station. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about the gas station. We don't need any of that. Well, I, I guess if I start flying gassers, we'll put one in. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> So you mentioned no, it's, it's nice. It's yeah, up there on the hill, it's secluded. There's no access for cars, so you know I have to walk to get there. But yeah, it's good exercise. Oh my god, it's dude! You got you, you you can't even build a road there. No, I got nothing. I'm gonna walk. <sighs> That's no good. Walk. It's good. I One could, helicopter in each hand and a backpack full of batteries. What else do I need? Can a scooter make it there? Because you know, if I ever show up at your place, I won't be able to fly at your field unless a scooter can make it up there. I think we could make arrangements. We'll get you a little scooter winch. <laughs> a little scooter winch. As long as she's hot. Winch way up. No, winch, not wench. Oh, winch. Okay. Yeah. Yes. My, my yes. bad. So anyway, guys, we're kind of closing towards the end of the show here. So uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do that at dan at rchillynation.com or Dan K. Reed on most of the forums. Jake, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Oh, no, no, it's not if you want to, it's that you will. Oh, it's, okay, when I want to send you an email, how would I do that? Yes, yes, because it's inevitable, it's going to happen, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can uh, catch me at jake at rchellynation.com, or you can uh, catch me on the site, Instant Messenger, I'm almost always on there, um, particularly when I'm at work, but don't tell my boss. <laughs> and... <laughs> I have a contact form on my website, um, jakerc.com. You can do that and fill that out, and I'll get back to you. I, I'm pretty prompt because, well, I sit at a computer all day. So yeah. um, catch up with me. I don't know. I like to talk to people, so don't and, be afraid uh, to talk to me. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with the missing link, a.k.a. Rob, you can do the that at Rob. <laughs> you can do that at rob at rcalienation.com. Also, he does have the front porch. Check that out. One other thing I did want to mention. So he's like the the the, the missing link, like the monkey to man. Yeah, or yeah we'll start calling we him Lucy. Today? We're going to start calling him Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. With the sex change and all that. Yeah. yeah. Lucy it is. Lucy. I wanted to mention. <laughs> Lucy, uh, we miss you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the semen. You know who the semen is? The semen. You know who that is, don't you? Brazilian. That's, yeah. Brazilian. He is, he is, uh, I wanted to mention that he is actually out to sea. So, you know, it's not gay if you're underway, Brian. I know you can get this because I know you have internet out there, way out there in the ocean. <laughs> so while you're out there, you know, just, uh, just, you know. Park it hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Just glove up, man. Glove up. You can never be too safe. <laughs> glove up. Don't forget your raincoat. Okay, guys. Also, to remember, Facebook, we're getting there close. Thousand likes, helicopter giveaway, all that good jazz. Um, you can also check out our show support forum. It's um, growing rapidly. What can I say? I, I it mean, uh, it's been pretty active lately. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, go check it out. It's really, you know, it's not a. It's definitely not a substitute for the bigger forums. That's <laughs> that's a common sense statement there, I think. But I think that uh, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of fun. You get to check out what other listeners are doing, and um, you know, of course, Jake and I are real active on the forum. I haven't been so much in the last week or so, but um, keeping it, we keep an eye on it. Also, to the listeners' corner on Heli Freak. And uh, also for you guys in the UK, we do have a forum over there on RC Heliatic, and we do post the show in there as well. So if you got anything you want to let us know, you can post them up in there. Anyway, guys, uh, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it, and uh, we will catch you next time. All right, bad boy, but no more freebies.